Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite person on the planet, Tara. Hey, spooksters. Today we have another patron select, which was selected by our patron Stormy, and we are going to be talking about a controversial case of the YouTuber or the YouTube channel Onison. I think that's how we're going to say his name. I'm only going to say it once. I'm going to be really honest, guys. If this wasn't a patron select, I wouldn't be fucking doing it. It's kind of triggered some stuff with me today. Piece of shit. That's what we'll call him. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. And it's kind of triggered some stuff with me today and it definitely has me in not the best best headspace so i'm gonna give you some information and then have my little rant and then we will be over with this but thank you so much stormy for being a patron and because we love our patrons and we want to make sure we definitely honor their their space here so that's why I'm doing this is because you asked for this topic and it is mm-hmm. quite a big controversial topic it's just that this kind of happens to hit in a place that I haven't discussed in a long time. So strapping people, Jessica's getting emotional today. So Gregory James Daniel, who would later become James Jackson, was born November 11th, 1985. He is a professional YouTuber here in America, and he has three channels. He has Onison, Uh Uh-Oh Bro, and Onison Speaks. He was raised by his mom and He grew up in rural Washington in a town called Auburn, and he basically said that his mom raised him by herself after getting a divorce from her father because from his father coming to find out that his mom filed for divorce because or he has claimed on one of his videos that his father was a child predator. There's a controversial part of Greg, which is that for a short time after high school, which when he was in high school, he was into like composing music and web design and stuff like that. In fact, he had like he'd built a few websites with his like buddy named Chad and they had like a little side hustle. But then after high school, he joined the U.S. Air Force and was an airman, but then was, according to him, was honorably discharged. Mm -hmm. But according to some people who've done some research, have found that he was just genuinely discharged general discharge. There we go. And he went on to say that the reason why he was discharged is because they told him to shoot a bunny and he wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. And so he claims to be a veteran and some people have issues with that. I'm not here to pick fights on that, nor do I give a fuck. If you served, 
you're a veteran, but I'm not going to go down that. However, Greg is one of those OG YouTubers. Like <laughs> Jenna Marbles. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Jenna Marbles, like mm. early Shane Dawson, like early Trisha Paytas. Remember that guy Fred mm-hmm. who had a channel who was like the silly kid guy? Yeah. Rebecca Black. Like we're talking like back in the fucking day, like 2006. Oh, man. He literally started his channel January 29th, 2006. And he was making comedy sketches. And he... You know, this was back in the day where people made inappropriate content because they thought it was funny. Right. So he does this like funny thing with a Darth Vader helmet where he does like voice changings with it. And it was like his first official YouTube video. So then he kind of like did some sketch ones. And then he did like a memories one where he basically it was like a word vomit. It was like a story time. And it was like what his family did, how they ruined his innocence forever, blah, blah, blah. And this is where he kind of opened up and talks about his dad being a child predator. I'm not going into that. I didn't research into that. That's not why we're here today. You remember how like Trisha Paytas came out and was like, I'm a chicken nugget. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. He kind of did the same thing. But it was about like he kind of attacked people who weren't vegetarians. He called them murder eaters. And basically, he's one of those guys that's out there just causing fucking chaos on the internet and people are like giving it attention if that makes sense yeah it's that kind of stuff like they say weird youtubers used to say weird shit and then people would be like oh my god you have to check out this video and this was before people would like screen record them and then react to them so then you didn't have Mm -hmm. to necessarily like watch the video Mm -hmm. so these people were like getting monetized because of this crazy stuff his most popular video at the time of this article that i'm reading which was written way long ago apparently was his banana song, I'm a Banana. And at the time, of, in 2013, it had over 300 or 30 million views. And it was actually one of those songs that, do you remember the show Tosh.0? Mm-hmm. It was on his video of the week. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So his YouTube channel started to grow. It grew pretty fucking steadily. Now, Greg was married to a woman named Sky, And they were married before he started his YouTube channel. And she had kind of been, she was in a lot of his videos, if that makes sense. Like, you know, just like we see it a lot in YouTubers where they're like, especially if they're like vloggers, you see their Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. So their spouses or their significant others are in this. And so he and Sky had this relationship. So in 2009, I don't know, some, some weird shit happened. And basically in 2010, he and Sky broke up. And then within a month, he was in a relationship with a woman by the name of Shyla or Shiloh Hoganson. And this is 2010. Dude is a year older than me. In 2010, I would have been like, what, 24? Mm-hmm. So he's 25. Yeah. He's 25, 26 when this is happening. In April of 2011, he announces his relationship with Shyla Hoganson, who is 17. If you're a 17-year-old listening to this right now, and there's ever an adult man, woman, whatever, run. Do not be with them. Fucking run. There is no reason for someone in their mid-20s to be with a teenager. Right. Exactly what Tara said. If you are not fucking 18 years old when you meet somebody older than you, don't date them. This is where Jessica's going to get a little. Jessica, I'm just going to talk about Jessica for a minute. I haven't shared this with a lot of people because it's something that I haven't really talked about, but I was groomed as a kid, as a teenager. I think Tara knows the story. She's probably one of the few people in my life who know this story. And surprisingly, Tara and I end up opening up on the podcast a lot and it's both cathartic and scary at the same time. 
I was in junior high when I met someone who was seven years older than me. And grownups in my life, not my parents, mind you, my parents fought very hard for me not to have a relationship with this person. I want you guys to know that. My parents weren't sitting back going, oh, no, it's fine, you know. But other people in my life, including people who were in my church, knew I was hanging out with someone who was much older than me, knew his intentions and my intentions were not that of like friend or mentor or other things. And that at 14, I remember as a freshman in high school at 14, I knew I was head over heels for this guy. And so I want to make it very fucking clear about me talking about this case. Any of these girls, I don't want to see one thing in the comments about, well, they, you know, they should have seen red flags or something. No, because they're literal fucking children. I will tell you that when you're young and someone older than you is giving you attention, it's different than just a normal guy giving you attention. Yeah, I was a little bit older, but I dealt with similar things and can honestly say it's like, well, like nobody can say, like either, either one of us. Nobody can say, well, if you can't if you haven't been through it, you can't fucking talk about it. Well, guess what? We both have. So we fucking can. Right. So, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm going to try not to rant, but this this makes me so mad. And the other thing is I'm still pissed because this dude has an active YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. So he and Shiloh started dating. She was 17. And their relationship was said to be crazy and passionate. She's fucking 17. And in fact, he is in violation of the Mann Act because she's from Canada and they went to Pennsylvania where it was legal for them to have sexual relations when she was 17. Jesus Christ. And they dated and they broke up in July. And then he dated this other girl by the name of Adriana. Adriana. And they dated for just a few months. And then there was some fucking shade thrown about that about her, like not being clean, giving him an STD. It was this whole big thing. And he's using his platform to like shame her, which is so fucking so fucked up. And she ends up like publishing a letter and it's like fucking long ass. And it's just saying like how like he mistreated them. And one of the interesting things is, is that Shiloh, Shiloh, who was the original 17 year old that he was dating. She has, like, stress-induced seizures where she, like, has memory loss as part of it. This fucking asshole. mm, She's having a seizure and she's forgetting shit. And he, what does he do? In true YouTuber douchebag form, he grabs his camera. He films it and doesn't call for a doctor. And then when people in the comment section are like, why the fuck didn't you call a doctor? I'm pretty, I don't think he took it down. But then he was like, Oh, it's because, like, I don't think that the doctors could do anything for her. I'm sorry, you're a fucking YouTuber. The last time I checked, you didn't have a medical degree. So this poor girl was with him, not getting medical help. So he hasn't uploaded in two years. Oh, good. Well, that's good, because he's had some controversy. Yeah. But still, he's still on that. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not being like... Okay, it's good now. I'm just, I was just letting you know because I, I looked because I'm like, who the fuck is this right. person? And every time somebody, like, every time there's a controversy, people do exactly what they do is do not, like, and I'm going to say this do not go to his channel. Do not watch his videos. Do not help him be monetized. Mm-hmm. Don't add to mm-hmm. it. No. The only thing I will say is, yes, Patreon. Patreon was like, fuck this dude and kicked him off their platform. Good. Yeah. 
So basically, he and Shiloh are together for, they break up, they get back together. It's this whole big thing. And then they eventually break up again. And then pretty quickly in 2012, he marries a 17 year old. And I just want to be respectful. This individual has, when they got married, they identified as she, and now they identified as they, and their name is Kai. So I'm not going to refer to Kai as the previous name. I know a lot of videos out there do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we don't dead name. It was their screen name for a while, and it still might be their screen name, but I just don't care. I don't want to go back that way. Yeah. In 2012, he he marries Kai, and shortly thereafter, Kai comes out and says, I'm bisexual. And Greg is like, you should get a girlfriend. Like, you really should get a girlfriend. And Kai starts talking to this girl named Billy. And Billy is 17. And at this time, Kai is 20. So not 17 anymore. Kai is 20. Billy originally thinks she's just dating Kai. But it becomes very abundant to her that she's also dating Greg. That it is a thruple situation. Mm. And they all make videos together. And Greg makes videos with Billy by himself. And Greg makes videos with Kai by himself. And Greg capitalizes on Kai and Billy making out on video. So there's this whole relationship. Well, Greg has some rules for people that he's with. So they live in the state of Washington, correct? Mm -hmm. And Kai's family lives in New Mexico. And when Greg and Kai first got together... Greg was, like, going to New Mexico to see her because apparently, I guess, in New Mexico, they could be together even though he was nine years older than her. Jesus. Right? And mind you, he had been talking to Kai since Kai was 16 online. They were, like, online dating. Right. Mm -hmm. So they got married very quickly. They've been married since 2012. And all of this has happened. Also, by the way... He was, in 2012, he was supposed to go to, like, VidCon. I think that's what it is. It was, like, that YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's a con for YouTubers and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And I think people go, yeah, people go and whatnot. And he was supposed to attend, right? But he was actually denied attendance to it because when he breaks up with someone, he comes out and attacks her, attacks them. And he attacked her by saying that because Shiloh had slept with more than 20 people before they had met, she was considered a slut. I'm quoting this. This is not something that I believe. I want everyone to know that. Yeah. No. I do not believe this whatsoever. And that because she had slept with so many people, she could not be raped. What the actual fuck? Right. So the 2012 oh VidCon would not let him attend because Good. of that. Right. So at this point in time, Billy and Kai and Greg are all in this relationship. They break up at one point in time because when Kai goes back to New Mexico to visit her family, which she's only allowed to see twice a year, by the way, and only allowed to stay for like a certain amount of time due to Greg's orders. Which, oh, by the way, in high school, Greg tried to, right after high school, he tried to start start his, his own cult. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, it didn't go very far. He made a website. That's pretty much what happened. So Kai goes home to meet or to see her family. And mind you, Kai and Greg have kids now, like in real life. They have children, a son and a daughter. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So 
Kai is dating Billy. And then she goes home to visit her family. And Greg and Billy are hanging out at the house. And Billy gets a sensual massage from Greg, which leads to sex. And Kai is like, absolutely not. Like, this is a three-person thing. It can't be a two-person thing. And Kai breaks up with Billy, but like Billy is still in the picture because Greg is still seeing Billy. It's this whole big fucking thing. And then eventually, like, Billy does something to piss Greg off. Like, she goes to visit her family when he said she couldn't or like stayed longer than she was supposed to. And also, while she was there, smoked some weed. It comes out later that when they're like breaking up and Billy's like, what the fuck? Why are you breaking up with me because of this? He's like, if you want to be with us still, you have to like shave your head and dye it green and like shave off your eyebrows, get a tramp stamp that says I'm a liar. He was like, I think it would be really hot if you chained yourself in my basement and wore a sign that said I'm a liar for three days. Nope. No, no, no. Yeah. So basically, he basically reaches out, they're texting, and these are these kind of stupid fucking ultimatums he's giving her. Like, you have to do all this crazy shit. And she's like, absolutely not. And she makes a video and she's like, this is what this is, and calls him out on it. And he's like, this is absurd. And Kai comes on and is like, that's absurd. And basically, they're like trying to pretend that nothing happened. And then flash forward. Uh, like after their that relationship ends, all of a sudden a girl by the name of Sarah appears in their life. Sarah is a 16-year-old girl who is apparently a fan of his because most of his fans are in their teens, mind you. And she actually reached out to Kai first. This is when Kai had their old screen name and actually at one point in time tweeted that they were grooming Sarah nicely. But it's all a joke. Are you fucking kidding me? Jesus. See, here's a prime example of people being at a certain status and not being held accountable for fucking right. anything. And they're stupid little followers. Yes, I'm going to say that. And if you like these people, get fucked. They don't care. These like they, they, they have such a cult following. Like he got his cult. Right. And it's just like they get to like these creators of all spheres get to these points, do these fucking horrible things, take advantage of where they're at because they realize that essentially, for the most part, they're untouchable, basically. I mean, look what happened with Shane Dawson. Yeah. He he did the same thing. I mean, it's just absolutely disgusting. So basically, Sarah is this fan and they start like messaging and it's. Sarah's messaging Kai and Kai is messaging her and it's this whole big thing. And then Sarah starts having some trouble at at school, not at school, at home. And it's an abusive relationship and everything. And Kai has gone public with talking to her. They're not like, they're not dating. They are acknowledging that there's a friendship there. Right. And there's video of them cuddling in bed, but not like, it can't be something that's like, it could be misconstrued as sexual, but like, it's one of those things where you're like, is it though? Could it just be innocent? Mm-hmm. At one point with Sarah having such a, a tumultuous home life, Kai and Greg are like, why don't you come live with us? We'll take care of you. And they become pseudo foster parents to this girl. Bro. And Sarah would live with them for a few years. She was 16. And everything, like people would start calling out 
Greg. Like, this seems wrong. Like, you're hanging out with a 16-year-old girl and you're in your 30s. Right. And his excuse was, if you're thinking it, you must be fantasizing about it. No, homie. They're trying to hold you fucking accountable. But as someone who, like, let me put it this way. As someone who has been groomed, the other day I was driving, Tara, I I was having this conversation with Tara. Mm -hmm. I was driving down the street and I said, that looks weird. And Tara's like, what? And I said, oh, it's, I said, oh, no, it's just a woman. She's dressed differently. She was dressed in this, like, basically, she looked like a young teenage boy. Mm -hmm. And she was walking down the street holding her boyfriend or husband or partner's hand. But from a distance, it looked like a 30-something-year-old man was walking down the street holding a teenage boy's hand. And my first thought was, that seems wrong. Not because I'm over here fantasizing about it, because instinctively, I'm like, that's wrong. Like, you shouldn't be holding hands. You're trying to protect the child. Right. Like, I'm like, literally, as a deterra, I was like, I need to know if I need to, like, get out of my car. Go see what the fuck's going on. Like, are you this kid's dad? Like, what the fuck's going on? I mean, I know that some families are very, like, Mm -hmm. they hold hands. Like, I held hands with my dad and in public, so I could understand. Right, right, right. It's kind of like when you see... We do this a lot in this culture where we see somebody walking down the street and we're just like, you get a weird feeling. The weird feeling is this woman just happened to be dressed like a teenage boy, which is fine. Once I I saw that, I was like, right for her. Living her best life. Tara knows I just fucking minded my own business. My business (laughs) was, if that's a teenage boy and they don't, they didn't look, thing was that they didn't look enough alike to be familial. Right. So I was like, something seems wrong. (laughs) Someone help me. But anyway, Sarah lived with them. And she was on their YouTube channel and they were just kind of being like, look at us. We're being foster parents and we have two kids, you know, and whatnot. And so it's it's perfectly natural. Mind you, while Sarah is underage, Kai sends her photos of them bottomless and with her top or with or with their top open. And that Sarah admits to sending Kai topless pictures mm. and that Kai and Sarah basically sexed one another. But... The day after Sarah turns 18, they have a three. Of course. I'm sorry. What the fuck? And they they basically say like Kai and Greg are texting and they're basically arguing over who actually took her virginity. Oh, my fucking God. And that Sarah said that Greg actually, when she was 16, actually harassed her and made her cry about being a virgin. Jesus fuck. And that. She didn't have sex until she was 18, and it was with them. Now, Greg has maintained, Greg and Kai have maintained that there was no inappropriate actions whatsoever during the time that Sarah lived with them. But there's literally fucking date stamps on those, like, photos of Kai. Yeah. And there are YouTube channels that will, like, show the photos. Obviously, they blur out the the nudie parts. So if you're like, ooh, free boot, like, free whatever, it's not gonna, you're not seeing it. It's just. Yeah. You clearly look at those and go, oh, those are someone like, I mean, I wouldn't say they're the most like, oh, my God, that's so scandalous. But it's like definitely if you're sending it to a 16, 17 year old, that's fucking scandalous. Because at this point in time, Kai is not like Kai is older. They're older. They know better. They have children themselves. They're in their 20s now. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah no longer is with them. And has actually sat down with a few podcasts and sat down with, surprisingly, has sat down with one of my favorite TV hosts, Chris Hansen, for his, I think it's his YouTube series called Have a Seat with Chris Hansen or his series called Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. Mm -hmm. And 
when they showed up to interview the Jacksons, Greg called 911, stating that he was being stalked. YouTubers were stalking him, yelling at yelling things at him through the door. But mind you, like, Greg is filming all of this. Of course he is. Right. And both Greg and Kai have filed two petitions for orders of protection from unlawful harassment conduct. And one is actually on behalf of their children, not them. And they have also hired an att- a criminal attorney. Hansen's team went up against them, asked for a dismissal, and it was granted. The fucking kicker is, Greg is like, I'm not going to sit down and talk to you, Chris Hansen. You ain't about to catch no predator, is basically what he was saying to him. He's like, but I guess I will if you pay me $350,000. We're going to take a side rail right here. It's because Greg owes the IRS over $500,000 because he's an idiot and wrote off everything. Oh, I bought a new car. Oh, I have to drive to and from my sets. I have to write that off as a business expense. You don't write off cars for that. Unless you're like literally buying a car to review or to haul your business is your business. You haul things. You can write off your mileage, but not the fucking car. He wrote off Kai's wedding ring. Oh, my God. So basically, he's saying that Kai and he are only married for the show because that's why he bought the ring was because of his YouTube channel. Wow. So he owes them a lot of money, which kind of led to him needing some money. So that motherfucker went and took to Patreon and he would ask people and this kind of backfired on him a lot. He would say, you know. And I get this because Tara and I, we have a Patreon and it supports our show and we get it. This part I understand. But we spend our money that we get on Patreon to literally produce the show. Mm -hmm. What we don't do with the money is ask for people to pay our mortgages for our cars. That's literally what he was asking for. (laughs) Jesus. He's like, I need this to do my business. I need to buy the cameras that film it. I need to pay for the sets where we film that. I need to pay for my vehicles, which gets me to those sets. And I need to pay for this house because how would I do my business without it? See, I could get with the cameras, you know, like that's equipment. Sure. But your fucking house. When they said that, I was like, I get that. I get equipment, sound equipment. I Production get stuff. programs for your yeah. computer that's for editing. Shit like that. Totally get that's what it's for. Like, right. but don't come. Don't fucking come at me and ask me to pay for your fucking house. Right. And your your lavish lifestyle that you're trying to live with your family, get a fucking, like, people were like, get a job. Right. Like, you want to pay for your house, get a job. And I get it because I also follow people like Trisha Paytas, who makes like a million dollars a month on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. And I'm also like, you go, girl, I don't give a shit. Like, right? (laughs) Good for you. But also at the same time, it's like, it's different because Trisha isn't out there begging people to pay for shit. Mm -hmm. She's like, you want to give me money? I'll show you my boob. I'm like, that's a transaction, not like I'm going to make a weird video of me contorting and pouring kombucha all over my body, throwing a fit. But that is not how he got kicked off of Patreon. Actually, how he got kicked off of Patreon is he doxed Billy. He put her number on Patreon. And so they banned him. Good. And then they let him relaunch and he got money redonated (sighs) and then he did some stupid shit and then they banned him again. Which is why, according to Tara, I didn't look this up, but Tara found this out. He has an OnlyFans. So if you like this dude, go support him on OnlyFans. No. 
I guarantee you it's not going to be as fun as Trisha's OnlyFans. Not that I know I don't subscribe to Trisha. I just can only imagine. No, 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 no. You got you got me fucked up right now, Jessica. You have me fucked up. If people are listening to this and they want to support someone, they should support us because we're not fucking child predators. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just meant like, I just really wanted to say like. (laughs) I wanted to classify that I don't actually know what Trisha Paytas, Trisha Paytas' OnlyFans is. I just used to listen or watch Frenemies. And so she would go into detail about shit on her on her OnlyFans. So like, if that's the shit she's willing to share. Oh, I was just like, I was just being annoying and plugging Patreon. Our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, do that. Don't, don't give him money. His money, don't give him. But anyway... <laughs> So currently, he is in this like weird status. Tara mentioned to me earlier that he hasn't uploaded in two years, probably because people hate him. As they should. I mean, he's to catch a predator. The thing is, he grew up in a rural small town, and I'm not about to like fucking cancel, like be like cancel my cancel of him. But there is this weird thing that happens in small towns where people just like ignore age limits. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're 14 and he's 24. I think that's. Like, that's mm-hmm. a normal friendship. You should totally be okay. That should be fine. Nothing bad could happen. And just let's let kids be alone. I remember, like, I can totally understand how Sarah got caught up into this. Because it's like you crave it. Like, you're like, this older person is giving me an, is attention that, like, guys my age give me. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean for me? And you start to think of yourself as like, well, I'm more mature. And it's it's bullshit because that's what yeah. you're told. and. Guys like this Greg dude, especially guys like Greg who have a fucking platform that reach millions of people who have over 2 million subscribers, but, you know, have an online presence. And it it goes back to also like Hollywood culture. When Kylie Jenner was dating Tyga and he was so much older than her, I couldn't fucking wrap my head around it mm-hmm. because it was public. Right. And people were just like, it's no big deal. But when, you know, some guy down the street dates a 17-year-old and he just turned 18, the world watches them through a microscope. Mm -hmm. I remember my high school boyfriend was two years older than me. And when he turned 18, my parents had to have a real conversation with me that they were like, if you ever have sexual relations with him, we will turn him in for statutory rape. Because you shouldn't be at one, you shouldn't be having sex, because that's what they believe. But two, like... He's an adult Mm -hmm. and needs to be held accountable like an adult. I've heard this recently. First, I was like, oh, I don't understand. But then I realized, like, I had been groomed to be like, no, those relationships are okay. And I've gone through therapy and I've talked about this with my therapist recently. If you are 17, how do I put this? If you're getting close to that 18 mark and you're dating someone younger, and I know this fully knowing that my high school boyfriend was a fucking gentleman. And maybe the exception to this rule. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, guys. You shouldn't be dating down because it's ridiculous to think that kids aren't having sex these days. They are. Depending on the state you live in, you could go to jail for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people who that's happened to, where they were 17 dating a 15-year-old and they turned 18 dating a 16-year-old and then they had sex. Just go and live your life. If it's meant to be, when that person turns 18, you'll find your way back to them. But don't yep. be creepy and stand around and wait for them. This might be a completely like a polarizing 
Because I get that there are people out there where they're listening right now and they're like, but I was this age and I dated this guy who was older than me and we've been married for like 20 years and our life is happy. And I get that. Yeah. But I can just speak from my experience looking back, what I had wasn't love. I was being groomed. Right. And the minute I turned 18, that relationship was over. That's a reality that like I've had to go through therapy for and that this this poor girl named Sarah was mm-hmm. already in a bad situation and she got put in a public situation. Anyway, this was a hard topic for me, guys, as you can probably tell. So I'm going to go ahead and end the episode. Stormy, thank you so much for being a patron. The support that you guys give us over there means a lot. It literally does go into mm-hmm. the production of our show and making sure that we're constantly yes. growing with our, you know, our abilities to produce better and better shows. And we are utterly grateful for that. So thank you, Stormy. If you guys want your own episode like Stormy got, you head over to patreon.com, $10 and up tier, get to pick an episode. We do have a Mm -hmm. lot. We're trying to get through them as fast as possible. (laughs) Yeah, Some of them are like, we're like, holy shit, that's a big case. And it's taken us a bit, but we're, we're gonna get there. So yeah. We appreciate it. And with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Bye, guys. Bye.